Hey, sister friends. Do you work well under pressure? Do you think you do your best work when you procrastinate? I don't know if you know this, sis, but sometimes even the best plans fail to be executed on effectively and still they lead to last minute efforts. So today I'm posing the question, when you actually walk out your plans, are your efforts profitable or do they lead to poverty? I'll turn to Proverbs chapter 21, verse five to answer that question. So I hope you have your Bible, a notebook and a pen because we are digging in deep. Let's do it. listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with. If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. All right, y'all. So before I start, I just want to share a verse and It's a verse that I'm working on memorizing, one of my new faves. It's out of Romans chapter 8, and it's verse 1, 2, and 3. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh. So I'm excited to jump into today's episode because as I prepared for it, a lot of things came up. And as I dug through scripture, I was led to more scripture, which is the best for me. I call them scripture scavenger hunts. And they're really one of my favorite ways to be in God's word. So I am going to encourage you right now to just make sure that you have your Bible. And if you're jotting things down, certainly grab a notebook and a pen or have your Bible app open so that you can bookmark some of the verses that I'll be pointing you to today. But before we start, I'm going to share our featured review. And this is from Christy C. Dog. She says, so grateful. The high-functioning anxiety episode hit home for me. Thank you for the powerful work you do. Great podcast. And thank you so much. These reviews are very much an encouragement to me, to the team, and we're just filled with gratitude and appreciation for the time you take to leave words of encouragement and just acknowledging what we're doing here. So all the glory to God. And thank you guys for continuing to leave reviews for us. We love you. So on the topic of time management efforts and and really what we're going to be diving into today in Proverbs 21 verse five, you know, 
I wanted to share a little bit of my history on this topic. And I'm now in a place where the Lord has refined a lot of things in my life, including my stewarding of time. And I wasn't always this way. In fact, I was chronically late and I was a pretty big procrastinator. You know, I didn't have to try hard at school unless it was like math. So a lot of my work was either done immediately after it was assigned so that I could just chill or just before it was due, which was primarily because I was chilling and I didn't want to do my work. So looking back, I can see that there was no in between and it led to unhealthy habits It led to anxiety. It led to being overwhelmed in my adult life, right? So when I think about school, I'm not even thinking just about college. I'm thinking like grade school, high school, and any place where I had deadlines. I could get away with staying up all night and producing what I considered to be good work. If I got a B on it, I was fine. Like I was just going to be all right with that, you know? And the thing was that a lot of times I didn't, I got good grades. I got A's and I took for granted what some people were doing, you know, developing healthy habits, good habits, and being proactive because in the ways that I could thrive, I did with little to no effort. And it honestly set me up to fail as an adult. So it wasn't until I was a like a senior in college and I started dating my husband when I got called out on my time management. And, you know, he's coming out of the military. He sees time very differently than I did. I was a free spirit and I didn't like I was organized and I, I had some structure. I always had a planner. But a lot of times I flew by the seat of my pants and I audibled a lot of my plans. So he would tell me, you know, your being late is a sign of disrespect or you procrastinating shows that you don't care or that it's not important to you. And imagine going 22 years, right? At that point, I was like 22. I had gone, if we're thinking about middle school, from middle school to the end of college and no one said anything to me like that. No one ever pointed it out as a bad thing. In fact, it was praised by my friends. It was something my friends were like, oh, I wish, or like, good on you, you know? So I share all this because there are consequences for these actions, right? And when we're thinking about these consequences, sometimes the consequence is anxiety. It is overwhelm. And that's not what the Lord has in store for us. It's definitely not how he would prefer we do things. And we see that in Proverbs chapter 21, verse five, there is a very clear explanation of what is good and what is not good. So this verse reads, the plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. And I want to break down some of these words so that we can get a better understanding of what this is actually telling us. So the word for the term, the plans, is makashabah, and it translates to thought or device. Other words used here um, could be purpose, work, intention, or plan, right? So if we were to substitute that, 
in the verse, we would say the purpose of the diligent lead or the purposes of the diligent lead to profit, right? Or the intentions of the diligent lead to profit. Now let's talk through what the diligent or of the diligent means. And that's coming from the word karuts, karuts, actually, I think that's how it's pronounced. And it translates to the adjectives sharp or diligent, okay? Figuratively, it's meant to describe someone being determined or eager. So the plans of the diligent, the plans of the sharp, right? The plans of the eager or of the determined surely lead to profit. In the NASB translation, it says surely lead to advantage with the word for advantage being motar. And that translates to preeminence or abundance, profit, superiority. And that same word, motar, is also found in two other verses in the Old Testament. And the first is in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, which reads, All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Right? So all talk, no action. Okay, quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let George Joy Podcast Production and Management Services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message Jorah's Joy at facebook.com forward slash Jorah's Joy. All right, back to the show. Then we see it again in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 19, which reads, Surely the fate of human beings is like that of the animals. The same fate awaits them both. As one dies, so dies the other. All have the same breath. Humans have no advantage over animals. Everything is meaningless. Took a different direction, I know. But I wanted to highlight where it's used, right? So advantage. Like we're not better than animals or in a better position because we're all going to die. On the opposite side of the use of that word, it's saying that the plans of the diligent lead to having an advantage, right? To being in a better spot. Now, the second half of this verse says, as surely as haste leads to poverty, right? Haste, this word hasty is the word oots, which means to press or hasten. And when I read that, I thought of pressure. And I'm like, oh, I don't even like how that feels, right? The Oxford Dictionary defines the word hasten as to be quick to do something, or in other words, to rush, right? So rushing leads to poverty. And poverty in the original text, is the word maksor. And that's a noun that means need or poverty or lack or deficiency. So the plans of the diligent lead to advantage, whereas haste or rushing leads to poverty or deficiency, or lack, or need. So ultimately, we see that those who plan things out and execute on things proactively are fruitful. 
and they have an advantage. On the contrary, those who are rushing to do things are putting themselves in a state of lack or need. Poverty is the word used here, which in the Oxford Dictionary is defined as the state of being inferior in quality or insufficient in amount. And I'm so glad that I looked up that definition because it very nicely countered the superiority reference that came up before when we were looking at the word advantage. Because when I saw that word superiority, I'm like, what is that? What do you mean? You know, but really it's just saying that you have a a leg up on people, right? How does that translate to your schedule and time management? I'm sure I don't need to break this down, but I will because I needed this when I was going through this. But very few people, if anyone, was willing to give it to me straight. Really, my husband was the only guy, honestly. And thank God, that's why I married him. (laughs) He makes me better. Thank you, Lord, for him. For real. Um, Jesus makes us better, but he'd be hooking us up with people. So diligence, right, is what leads to advantage, to profit, to abundance, right? And honestly, people really want abundance. They want blessing, but they want it on their terms and in their own time. That isn't how God works and that isn't God's promise, okay? Deuteronomy chapter 15, verses four and five, turn there. It reads, however, there need be no poor people among you, for in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess as your inheritance, he will richly bless you if only you fully obey the Lord your God and are careful to follow all these commands I'm giving you today. You might say the commandments are not talking about time management. You're right. They aren't. They help to reveal the condition of our hearts. So when you look at what your days look like, what does your time reveal about what's important to you? Who or what is above the Lord? Is it the desire to give into laziness? Is it the desire to be accepted by your boss so you take on an extra project? Is it the desire to be affirmed by your peers or your family members so you take on that extra chore or favor? Are you striving towards something the Lord never promised you or even led you to prioritize? Are you acting in your own strength? Here's the thing. We sometimes think that saying yes to one more thing isn't a big deal because we have this false perception that we have more time than we really do. You might even wait to do things. Maybe it's not about you taking on more. Maybe you're just waiting to the last minute, right? Because you want to take a break because you feel like you need to relax. And maybe you do, but I think that's a separate conversation. You know, if you're in a season when you need rest and you're still doing, that's a different conversation. So we're not going to go there today. But here's the thing. If you have this false perception that we have more time than we really do, you are deceiving yourself. It's a lie. Or you might say that you work well under pressure and that you produce good work when you procrastinate. You don't. How do I know? The Bible says you don't. And I don't believe that God is a liar. This very verse, it says that when you rush, haste, right? It leads to poverty, to inferiority, to lack. Here's what happens when you procrastinate. You rush. You stress, 
You skip steps. You forget things. Your mind is everywhere. You second guess yourself. You don't have the advantage. You're giving yourself anxiety. So if you're doing all that planning and still leaving things for last minute or taking on extra things, not because you intend to, but because it just happened or because the systems you operate with don't support the schedule you create for yourself, this is your smoke signal. It has to end. If you are ready to do things differently and finally get a grip on your execution of the plans that you make, I'm personally inviting you to join me inside Productivity Beyond the Planner. This free one-hour workshop will be a live training where I teach you how to create a time management system that puts God first, that reduces overwhelm, and that actually works. And it's going down on February 15th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can head to herrenewstrength.com forward slash workshop to register right now. And by registering, you also automatically get entered to win amazing door prizes and you have access to the replay for 48 hours. So if you can't make it, it's okay. You still get the replay. It's going to be fun. I'm doing live coaching. I'm going to break down everything I'm talking about in even more detail. And I promise when you get off that call, you're going to feel so much more confident, so much more at peace about how to move forward, and so much more clear about what it really takes. So what do you say? Will you meet me there? I hope you do. Because I created it with you in mind, and I don't want you to be stressing anymore, girl. I know how it feels. I don't want that for anybody. I hope I see you there. And if I don't, I'll see you next time. God bless you. Hey, sister girl. If you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.